Okay. What episode is it? It's 38. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are traveling the world, performing, acting, and directing. Like anyone. Huh? Like anyone. No, like our guest this week. If I swallow, will it come up like loud? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can turn it up and down, like. Just checking. We can so just make sure that if we I get have a little some sip, good swallows. Will it? I think it and also, Nuva swallows, like. Before we get into things this week, I just want to do a couple of bits of admin from last week's episode. Um, we talked about the Joker film with Ben Gladwin and about you know art in general as to whether it has responsibility because of all the controversy. Since then, I've read a couple of really good articles. One by Johanna Dester, uh, who's written for Vanity Fair with an article entitled the joker didn't inspire the aurora shooter but the rumor won't go away um basically just it's an, it seems to be an urban myth so i haven't fact checked it all but it's definitely worth checking out just so you can get more of the story uh it's not necessarily to discredit the fact that the joker might influence something like this but it's just sort of getting the facts straight and the other article to check out is from the rap uh bye bye guy by the blip 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 by a guy called Benjamin Reeves saying Joker isn't dangerous our apathy is which is a really good article about the fact that you know art can influence these things but it's people's sort of apathy that it makes it happen but anyway on to more fun and joyous things I'm here Yay. with Michelle Harris hello and this, our guest this week is an actor singer director <laughs> and Shell's mate Ah, uh, no, I love me too. <laughs> <Jessica> Goodrich. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, good. I just found this really creepy teddy bear. Oh uh, yeah, we are sat in <laughs> the spare bad. room of your mum's house right now. Yeah, we are. You guys are sat on the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm on a what do you call this? Um, an ottoman. An ottoman. An ottoman. Yeah. And we're in South Wales. Yeah. Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. Thanks for having us in the house. Thanks for coming and singing and. We sang at bring your mum's, at, at friend's mum's 60th last night. Yeah, happy birthday, Wendy. Yeah, she's currently cooking us a Sunday dinner. She is, it smells delicious. Yeah, it's a good day, that, isn't it? Yes. Um, so, we've been meaning to get you on the podcast for a while. This is but you always run away from us whenever we do. <laughs> I guess I get new buses, I guess. The, um, this is the first actor we've had on, isn't it? I think so, You're yeah. the first actor we've had on. Am I? Am I a rare another, bird, am a rare breed. Am I not allowed to say actress anymore? I think it is just actor. But if I called you an actress, would I get loads of like lashback? Like if you called me one, I wouldn't be like, "What's that?" Lashback? You mean backlash? Backlash. backlash. <laughs> <laughs> lashback. Yeah. That reminds me. The other day, sorry, the side thing. No, no. Evie said um, we were talking about one of the people who's on Strictly. Yeah. I think it was. Who's the woman who was like the reporter? Report? I don't know. I'm not. I don't. Oh, watch anyway, it. she was on it. There's the Alex Thingy, the foot, the ex-football player who now is a pundit. No, she's a girl. She yeah. does loads of. Yeah, like... she's a girl. Oh right. <laughs> she's mixed race, quite young. No, this one is Rebecca. Is it Rebecca? No, she does loads of like documentaries and like Afghan and stuff. And she oh, goes. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I know who she is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who she is. She's quite, I don't know. Her I name. can't think of a name. Anyway, 
and Evie was saying oh, oh but a bit, a bit of context Evie we used to live with in first year uni I also used to live with Fran and Evie's an actress who is now the CBB she's presenter. an actor she's thank an you very actor. much and she's actor, yeah she's yeah. on CBB shout out Evie um, <laughs> she's not allowed on the podcast because she's way too successful yeah, she is <laughs> no offence Fran <laughs> <laughs> well anyway my story and um, <laughs> she was saying oh that that girl got loads of like backlash from yeah. doing Strictly mm. but I, I was like oh my god what like her back like on i thought she meant i got confused with whiplash <laughs> right. and i thought it was like a really dangerous she's being like, spun around too much. yeah i was like oh god is she all right she was like yeah it's just getting really bad backlash i was like oh god it must be painful though like all that so, so what was the backlash from oh i can't remember good story yeah <laughs> tell story. again <laughs> no, i think it was yeah, um, people can rewind and listen to it we don't need to go over I, I it think again she tweeted something and then you know people just like because she's got quite mega famous now mm. So we wanted to go on. Sorry, you were going to say something. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say like, give us a give us a little overview of of Francesca Goodridge, actor, director, like a we per- know one. not a personal one, like a, a like um, a, I mean, a job one. If you if you want no, to give a personal well, one, I will I, fully entertain. No, I definitely do okay. not want to talk about my personal life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went to Lippa. Went yeah. to Lippa. Did acting was the year above you guys. Was. Yeah. Lived with Shell mm-hmm. in my second year, your first year, mm. by accident. By accident, completely by accident. Yeah, completely by accident. You also, you know, the highlight of your musical, your creative journey, was in our video for Acromatic. That's oh, right. Oh yeah. Where we poured freezing cold water over your head. Oh my god. On a freezing cold day. In like a and warehouse. You were wearing, in a warehouse, and you were wearing just like dungarees, and that was kind of it. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah. That's properly ill. But no one would know it watching the video. You no. stood there, strong, like a lioness. Three years of training for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing on my CV. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what... Go on, anyway, sorry. So no, you studied, on. and then you've been acting, and then when did you start directing? Uh, well, I guess I did Shout in third year, which yeah. was and the first that thing all you directed. All-female... Yeah, all-female 60s, 60s musical. Yeah, that was really good, that. Yeah, it was fun. And then you guys came to watch it in the Royal Court, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. So yeah, Dick took that to Edinburgh... And then I went to the Royal Court in Liverpool with all the girls from my class. And yeah, it was acting at the same time, mm. doing bits and bobs. And ended up becoming a trainee director of a theatre in Cardiff called The Other Room. I was there for a year. Okay. And then just from that then just... Did you just apply stuff. for that? Is that just a job position? Yeah, that, that was unpaid though. That was like an unpaid year-long job. Right. Because when it comes to acting, at first I was... All, like before going to uni... I was just to think, you know, it must be tricky if you're like just a drummer or just a singer because mm-hmm. you can't really just do those things sort of by yourself. Like, you know, not many people are going to just go and see a drummer or like if you have a singer who, who doesn't play an instrument or doesn't know anyone who plays an instrument, that's tricky. And then I remember being like, oh God, imagine acting. Imagine your talent just being like... Just acting. Well, not, not, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, like, imagine that being your thing, and then, but you're not necessarily surrounded by other people. That must be tough. And then I'm kind of like, okay, I suppose you just apply for auditions and do a bit of research. Well, then when you say you do directing, I'm like, how the fuck do you even start doing that? I don't know. Like, acting's, mm, yeah, I guess it's hard. I think if you're like an actor muso, people are just much more employable because they can do more stuff. As in, what, for like musical theatre? Yeah, like play guitar as well. So there's right. loads of like acting music gigs like Sunny Afternoon or different shows. Or like, okay. I went to see Lisa and Girls Don't Play Guitar last week. Or Girls Can't Play Guitar, I think it's called, at the yeah. Royal Court. And all the girls, it's, but, uh, it's a real true story about a band in like the 60s, a female band from Liverpool called the Liverbirds. Right. 
and they were brilliant. Of course, they're called the Live of Birth. Of course, they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they all played guitar, but yeah. everyone was like, oh, girls can't play guitar. Right, mm. okay. And anyway, it's their story. Good Bloody show. Scousers. Yeah. Um, but like all the actors in that, oh, shit, I'm sorry, move the mic. I'm sorry. With my knee. All the actors in that play like, yeah, drums and shit. Right. They were pretty good. So that's, but, but then. But then directing how to wise, get into directing. Yeah, how do yeah you I think start? you just got. Yeah, I think you've got to assist loads. So I've done loads of assisting. Okay. So you like write to people that you like and ask if you can just assist them. And that's directing theatre productions, not yeah. film and TV. Not film and TV. I think that's even harder to get into. I reckon so. Yeah. I don't really know about that because you're at the helm of something, right? So like yeah. when you're being employed as an actor or as a band, you're just like another employee basically yeah but when you're the director you're that's like getting a managerial position somewhere you know it's like you're running They're the show running the whole thing yeah so you have to have previous to get that yeah i think to direct definitely i think you have to assist and then i was really lucky because i some of the shows i directed i was just really lucky that i had a producer that sorted out all the money stuff because right, yeah. i've got a clue about that yeah and i'm useless and you went to lipper with you right no this is this is a different producer they use called Elva Corey. She right. she's like she's like an eighty odd year old woman. Oh wow! But she's amazing. But like back in the day, she was like this in, like incredible producer. But that's another mad one. But she just still loves doing it. Producing is mad. You yeah, know, isn't that just like I've just got to have shit loads of money and loads of contacts? I think it's yeah, loads of contacts and just. I don't know. It's, is I, it I couldn't. Just like a manager, like a band manager. I don't know. No. Well, I, producers are like. Well, they need to sort out getting the funding, and yeah. getting the money. Oh, so they don't have the money themselves. No. No. Wow. So they would like, they would like approach people if they want to put money in, yeah. or like if they want to invest, and then they would sort out like what they might get back, you know. But they might lose all their money, or they'd apply for like art, art council funding. I suppose oh. a producer is a little bit like a band manager. Sounds a lot. But like it's a band like manager. a producer could be like, right, I've got the, I've acquired the rights to. Yeah, they do this the story, the the right. story of Fran's life. Right. Would and be a great I want, story. Yeah, <laughs> I've got <laughs> the rights to that. Me? And then. Have you oh. not got your actress? No. Oh. Um, but she is an actress. I wouldn't yeah, want to so. play myself though. Too much pressure. <laughs> what if I did a terrible job? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Gordon Ramsay in that <laughs> chef film when he turns up and he's just not convincing at being Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> right, finish what you were going to say and then I want to talk about this because okay, I can't okay, believe okay. we haven't got it. So what I was going to say was that you could have the rights to Fran's story and then you'd be like, right, I, I imagine it being this particular way so I'm going to get Wes Anderson to direct it oh. and I'm going to get... And, and and then you acquire this team and then that team may come and go and the direct and then you with the director you might be like, Well I imagine so and so playing Fran and that's can so bounce off each other. So a producer can have artistic input. I think a producer gets more more uh say. Yeah. Like I've been in and a director? Yeah, so I, I was cast in a musical before we were in London. I was directing it and there was two producers in the room and they we were we were working with um a, a London producing company they were a really really great company and it came down to when we were casting it so we'd been like auditioning for like three days in London and I really wanted this one guy to play the part I mm. really thought he was really really good but the producers really liked this other guy Yeah. and I thought because I hadn't done it before I was like well obviously I get to choose because I'm, I'm the, the director, director. Yeah. yeah but not at all no it really goes because they it's their money so yeah, you basically course, went to yeah. go and just slink back into your director's so chair like, like the smoking. big boss and then the director's chair folded in on you and <laughs> yeah. you were like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. And I was You're just like, like reaching out for the producer to help you. <laughs> Please. It's pinching my skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's exactly But, but that's like what you have executive producers for. <laughs> because... You'll watch something if it's executive produced by someone. So, like, we watched that Mindhunter on Netflix, which is, some of it is created and directed <laughs> oh, by 
<laughs> we've lost you. My skin. We've lost you. <clears throat> but, um, what bit is it the bit where it folds yeah, yeah. it was like a deck bit like I'm a deck thinking chair, of the netted oh. ones you know it gets a bit of hair no I was thinking of the ones with hair. your name on the back oh, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> um, but like uh. so we were watching that Mindhunter which was created by and an executive produced by David Fincher but he directed some stuff but then when you see a, an executive producer like David Fincher you're like okay well he's had the final say on everything so everything's come through and he's okayed it all as the executive producer that's right? why like you know like Lion King and stuff and Beyonce is like the producer of it oh, so she can just make all the decisions I don't know I don't well, know she's, she's, one, of, she's she one of many one of, right, yeah but I mean stupid. I think people who are producers people who can afford to be a producer on something will do it so they can make loads of artistic decisions yeah, but also they care about the money as well right so they can yeah, be like, like oh I want this person to, to play that part because they're a bankable star rather because than they've got a big name or something yeah. because they have to get the investors their money yeah. back or so maybe Beyonce is a producer have, like, because you'd be like invest in this because I'm Beyonce I don't think I'd like <sighs> to be a producer though mm. no well no a producer sounds like a manager's role sounds shit yeah okay let's move on to what you wanted to talk about okay who would play Fran? Yeah, in this is silly. Story and also, what's this? it called? My story. Car crash. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My life is a mess. Um, <laughs> no, it would never. It won't have a name because no one will be really able to make it. <laughs> you won't be able to make a decision of what the film is called. So it'll just be called like um, <laughs> untitled. I don't it'd know. Be like, it'd be like M I N H E. Oh, or something be like Minia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Minihaha. Minihaha. Or it'd be called Izzy. Izzy? Izzy? I don't know what they call her. It's over there, Izzy. So, for for people, for context, we have this little game that we. It's not even a game, it's just a, sort of like a. What is it? Like a dinner table talking point. Yeah. Very but, fun. Can't yeah, wait to come ooh. to your next dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> You're not invited. You won't be able to decide how to get there. I can go train or I can go car. Um, Shall I come the day after the dinner party or should I come on it? <laughs> but, coming um, on it. <laughs> coming on anyone's dinner party. <laughs> but the, um, so the premise is someone, they come to you, they're going to make a, a, a biopic of your life. Right. As and up to the point of where you are now, right? And you can have an actor to play you. However, it's not like one of these things where it's like you can have whoever from whenever. It's like they, they got to be, be applicable now. My so, issue is I wouldn't remember. I don't. I got really bad memory, mm. so I can't really remember much of what's happened. Well, mm. it's not even the thing is. So Shell Shell's stuck between two houses at the moment with yours because sometimes we we land on Emma Stone for you. Which I think really fits, and then other times we land on you landed on Jessica Chastain recently, which is a bit Hollywood. Who's Jessica Chastain again? She was in that new in the new It film. Um, she's in Mrs. Sloan. She's I think she's a bit too thin for me. She's a bit too like yeah, she's a businessy bit too, as yeah. well. What so if, I think what Emma about Stone. Like Jodie Comer, if we like dyed her hair. Who's Jodie Comer? She's a uh, Killing Eve. Oh yeah. For who? For Shell. Yeah. I yeah, think Emma Stone. I think Emma scouts. Stone's good for Shell. What? I think Emma Stone's good. Yeah, Emma Stone's great. So who is playing you? But I don't think Emma Stone could do a very good Scouse accent. Nah, she would. And then would. it'd be a terrible movie. She would. She'd be fine. You're only saying Jodie, whatever her name is, because she's Scouse. Yeah, I am. Not because so she has any talent. And she's, uh, she's sick, though. Yeah. I would have her. Why don't you have her? Oh, yeah. Right. Do you, I don't know she'd play me. She could. Do you reckon? Yeah, mm. 100%. And she'd do a good Welsh accent as well. Don't know, mind. She's quite good, like. How old is she? She's really good. Don't know. She could play you at your age. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I, you know, you would, you, early 30s. You, you would have I'm not early 30s. <laughs> she's you know Shell's mate, early 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Shell's mate, early 30s. She's looks like nothing like that Jodie Comer. Girl. She's far too old now, but you would have had, um, what's her name? 
<gasps> oh, go on. E.T. E.T. Oh, yeah. the little, the little... Drew Barrymore, yeah. You would, not, but she's oh, too old not the little, but not the little brown guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. Oh, right. <laughs> um, you would have had Drew Barrymore, but she's too old now. Um, yeah, that's true. A Jodie Co- Coma. Is it Coma? Coma? I don't know. Coma. I used to have a friend in, who, who was called Jodie Comish, so we get really confused. Maybe they're related. No, it's Jodie Coma. Jodie Coma. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could have Jodie Coma. Well, what we'll do I feel is like we'll I give her you though and now she's just sloppy seconds on me <laughs> like no one's really had any thought or given any thought to this you've just got to ask a name yeah check it to you after I've given it to you you haven't what? even you've not thought about this yourself this is your role this is your dinner party <sighs> what about that Jessie Buckley so needy I'm not needy I am needy Jessie Buckley <laughs> who's Jessie Buckley she was in that she was in that Wild Rose film that we watched the country singer Jessie G Jessie G- no way no Really? This not one, do you know what? Bit. Actually, she's cooler. That she'd play you, Shell. She, yeah, she would play me more than she'd play Fran. Only because she's ginger. Do you know what? Oh, this yeah. would be a really good app. You know about making an mm-hmm. app? Mm-hmm. Who would play me? Like and you, you put in your features, you take photos of yourself, put in your features, like your height, your personality, like your, as things well. you like, and then it gives you who would play you in a actress. movie of yeah. your life. I'm and having who? Steven Seagal for mine. Um, I'm going to copyright that <laughs> idea before anyone takes it. I thought of another idea for an app. Go on. Um, it's a bit boring, really, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Yeah. It's basically, like, pe- to learn lines as an actor. So you download the app, yeah. and then you just put in the show you're doing, the play you're doing. So say now you're doing Romeo and Juliet, for example, and you're playing Romeo. Oh, well, I wouldn't play... I don't know, maybe you would. Play whatever character you put in, and then you put your earphones in, yeah. and... It'll do all the other It'll lines. Speak like an audio book, all the other lines except yours, and it's a way for you to like repeat and you That's can That's good. I think so. Copyright down. Copyrighted. <laughs> Copyright? What's the past tense? I think it's copyrighted. Copywritten? Yeah, yeah, that could yeah. yeah copywritted. Copyright. Copyright. I think copyright. You're not having that. Copyrighted. Copyright. Anyway, that's a good one. But I think it would take a really long time to get everyone to record every play. I mean, should they down his audio box already though? What about Jennifer Lawrence? No, Jennifer Lawrence is Holly Addison, who's oh, already yeah. been on the show. Yeah, true. That's that a good was one. like straight away we got that one. Yeah, she would be good for Holly. Yeah. Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. I've never seen her. Which one's that? She's um, Sansa. Sansa, as in Ginger. Sansa. What about the one from Game of Thrones? Uh, oh, yeah. She could have her, but I can't remember what her name is. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. He's a really good podcast host, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm having Dwayne The Rock Johnson for mine. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to rock that one. Anyway. You know who would be um, good for you? Oh, no, actually. I don't. Who? What, what, like, because we can't get that. What about Johnny Knoxville when he was younger? Yeah, but he's not younger. And also, no. <laughs> oh, I think Johnny Knoxville's fun. I could have Jack Black. Who did we settle on for you? Oh, I don't know. I can't Edward remember. Cullen. No, you're not Edward Cullen. That's Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Edward Cullen's a fictional character. Yeah, but everyone knows who Edward Cullen is. So... <laughs> <laughs> you uh, were a year above us at uni yeah but you <coughs> took a couple of years out right yeah five years five years out I think oh, it was wow. five yeah what were you acting during that five no years? not at all I worked in a call centre so what what how what explain? happened what went well, yeah, so wrong but this is, this is no it's not like what went so wrong it's um, just that like this is the this is the interesting thing with people who are like so like now you're you go around directing you're in North Wales at the moment you did something in um, in in Asia what was that again? 
in oh in Oman mm-hmm. Oman and then you went to Italy to do stuff you've been directing stuff in in London in Liverpool you take stuff to Edinburgh all the time so people just look at it and go like wow what a crazy life but then what's the how'd you get there um so I left school and then I think I went to college and stuff and I think I passed my driving test and I was like oh this is really fun and I had a bright yellow KA yeah and I was just having the best time and I was like oh fuck college I just want to drive around to my KA and have a really good time <laughs> so I dropped out and got a job and I was working for three the mobile phone mm-hmm. doing cold calling and George selling. Coleman used to do that did he yeah, yeah. and um yeah selling mobile phones and I was actually really really good at it did you used to sell loads of phones? I used to sell loads. I was earning loads of money because it was on bo- it was like bonus. Yeah. And back then, it was like, back then, oh, back in back my in day. day. But no, but it was like, that was all the rage. Oh. I don't feel like there's many like call centers now to sell you. Like, I mean, I was selling a burnt orange flip phone. Right. No one was going <laughs> to buy that now, they? But at the time, no. it was like, we got this amazing color and it's a flip phone. So you want to answer it accidentally in your bag? <laughs> and these was like selling points. Oh dear, no. <laughs> Did you, flying like, out like hotcakes. <laughs> did you employ like some of your acting things in it? No. You're like, oh, oh right. one second, my uh, my burnt orange flip phone is actually going off right now. <laughs> one sec. Did you do acting in Hello? school? Hello. Oh, the voice oh. clarity on this. <laughs> Such a good thing. Um, I did. No, I didn't do acting in school at all. Oh, because gosh. No, not. Well, I did it when I, I dropped out like three times. I did it like twice. But I didn't do it in school because I was used to, I was doing it outside of school as like a hobby. Oh, okay. So in my mind, I was going, well, I won't waste a subject because I'm doing it outside so i did like other stuff instead um but anyway worked in this call center for five years Mm. and then just had enough and i remember one day i was just like oh i've had enough so i rang a college and i ended up doing fine art and so i did that Mm -hmm. did that for two years is that what colleges can't remember um until i was 21 but the basically i was gonna then go to um uni to do a fine art degree because i wanted to be a painter or something like that and um the the corridor that the fine art like classes were on was on the same corridor as the performing arts so i was going to class but then seeing them all in like you know ballet and whatever they were doing and they had um auditions up for like i think they're doing rent or les mis or something and i went and i ended up just getting really involved in that Mm. as like an exterior no what's the word extracurriculum thing yeah yeah um yeah and then in the end was so involved in that that they managed to i was doing so much outside of art that they managed to mark me on it so i left with two Oh, sick. Two courses. I left with fine art and performing arts because mm-hmm. I was doing so much they could mark me on it. So, and then I went to drama school. So that kind of education is what got you into it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably, do you reckon that's the best way to get into it? I was already really into it. Uh, yeah. I think normal people are just, I think I was just yeah, too young. Like I was doing it in college, but I was just more interested in having a laugh and having mm. fun. I wasn't like, it wasn't my whole world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think when I was older, it was a bit more. On it. Mm, yeah, I mean, I'm still definitely not on it. Well, I was going to say, right, so there's a couple of things I want to touch on. One is, so you're the youngest of two, right? Yeah. And so am I. Shell's the oldest. Yeah. But I think it's... F- so your, the, the, your relationship with your sister seems similar to how it is with mine, where the older one is like the sturdy, sensible... Yeah, like nailing, together. Nailing it one. Well. And then me and you are the ones that are like what, what are you doing I hope they're okay because they just yeah. they seem to be just all over the place and I don't quite yeah. understand how yeah. they're earning a living and Shell's like we're that we're all posh then what? we're all posh then did I? yeah uh, it's just in me you know? I'm just posh I'm just <laughs> upper I don't, class I, quite, I don't quite understand I don't, how they're making a I was, living I was just channeling you know <laughs> a generic mother okay <laughs> um, and then yours is a bit like that as well Shell although it's not necessarily that you've got the sturdier older sibling 
right? No, I've just got a crazy younger sibling. No, but I mean, like, your a lot of your family look at your life as like I don't quite understand it or what no. she's doing. But no. yeah. Um, but in that regard, when it comes to acting and directing, and like I've said before, I think I do look at actors, and especially when you were saying about the, when you say about directing shows, I do look at those lives and go what are they doing how are they earning a living yeah, how does I know. it work to be fair sometimes it i look at your mad. life and i'm like what how what how how's your afford rent i know i mean obviously now you've got like the you've got like a like a prop i say a proper contract but you know like a, a long well, yeah. job yeah. where now i've got, got an 18 months yeah i'm 18 my, months my point as well with that is that like when it even within the creative world i just look at acting and stuff and i'm like that is so it's really hard tough. To i think though you've just got to be like like I'll I've had so many in between jobs as yeah, well right yeah do you know what I mean and it's just being like yeah you just do it because it's you know if I was doing them thinking I'm doing this for the rest of my life I'd like lose my head yeah but I think because you know it's just a villa mm. it's fine right so when you say in between jobs you just mean like normal like anything jobs. to like yeah eat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything to be able to like eat yeah and like I, I suppose I'm really lucky like I got really good parents and like a lovely yeah. family who are like super supportive and get it and yeah. will like really support me mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I know loads of loads of actors who actually don't have as as like supportive families and I just give up then because I can't sustain it yeah okay. and they get sucked into the 9 to 5 and then can't get out of it so but everyone always says you know the music industry is tough and you know and, and you've, you've got to have thick skin to to sort of deal with rejection and or, yeah. or not even not even necessarily rejection just like indifference you yeah. know when you're like putting loads of effort into something and then someone's like yeah cool and you're like oh yeah ah. i don't deal with rejection very well at all so, well it's got to be so the, much worse with that world is actually face to face rejection yeah, it's and it's not just the it's not just like oh we don't like your song or we don't like your band as yeah. a collective it's we don't like, like you. i don't like you you, you don't person. look right you i know are, you? and that's but that's and that's not even like uh a thing of being like oh they said it didn't look right it's like you actually what they will comment on your looks yeah. as an actual thing because you can't get that role yeah. because of the way you look and so you're how, like Fuck. how harsh I, is that and how hard is it to deal with it it's really hard like i and also i get my hopes set on stuff all the time like if i go for an audition yeah. or for an interview for like a job uh-huh. in the theater and it goes well i'm like already planning like oh, where should i get my digs and like what am i going to spend like what i wonder what that place is going to be like that we're yeah. touring to and i literally will like envision the next however long yeah. mm. and then i get it's like a little bubble that you get to live in like it's really fun like potential yeah, yeah. get this like amazing potential buzz and then it goes and they're just like no you're a shit draw and you're like oh fuck no <laughs> 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 but most of the time they just don't tell you but, but they're starting like that more much more now like not telling you yeah you just don't hear so right. if you hear soon then that's good if you hear nothing after like two three days then mm. you just didn't get it Oh, that's so they don't even like give you any feedback or anything. Not really, no. Right. Tricky that. Like, so not mention any names, but someone I know went to an audition recently, like an audition in London. It was like an it was an open audition for a new big show there, Mm. and they had to start queuing at like three o'clock in the morning because it was an open call for a big show. Yeah. And loads of people were going. And she did. She like paid for the travel, paid for everything. Was like queue in from three o'clock in the morning to sing 16 bars oh. i mean that's nothing is it yeah, yeah. That's and she was she was even like quite far down the queue even though she'd been there at that time and then when she got the the woman who was like taking everyone's name on a clipboard yeah. who was not at all the past of the, part of the casting team she said by the afternoon they'd opened a room and the woman was like 
signing people in was then listening to people sing. Oh my god! You know, so that they could definitely get through everyone. Yeah, yeah. So there wouldn't be any backlash. So she said she went in, sang sixteen bars to this young girl who was holding a clipboard at the beginning, who probably didn't even work. And then the girl was like, "Thank you," and then she left after all that. Is that like a pre-audition for the audition? I know. I've done it before. I've gone on a mega bus for five hours to London, gone in, sang 16 bars, not even just gone in and said, hello, hello, yeah, give my music to the pianist, sang 16 bars, and they were like, okay, thank you, bye, all right, bye. Gone back to Victoria and got a five-hour bus back. Yeah. And I'm like, I've just wasted like 12 hours to sing literally in the room for two minutes. That is fucking next level. Like we were talking about the fact that you travel hours and then play a half an hour set. Yeah and wait around for hours and then but like to go and just audition for something that you might not get and probably won't get as well yeah and they do loads of self tapes now which are great but even when i've been casting stuff like you don't re you, do you don't want, get the person from it you do, yeah like you much more sh- well mm. maybe i'm wrong but i think you are much more likely to cast someone when you've met them yeah but I, I know people who have been cast from self-tapes. Do you think you've got like a better insight of the the the, the audition process i haven't been on the other side of it now 100 percent so you, you know I mean, better, like, how to come I across? Think do you think so, but then I don't know if I'd be able to, like, implement that. Yeah. You know, I'd probably just fall back on my normal. Yeah. But when I watched it, I'm like, oh, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Or yeah. I wouldn't want to do they're, that. like, picking or... their nose and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> they walk in, fart, and go... Unless it was for, like, a farting advert, that would be great. Then you captain in on the pants. I actually have a really bad story. I went for an advert casting once. It was, like... Uh, have you seen Fiery Hawk? No. Oh my God, you two would love it. Okay. okay. So basically, this didn't happen to me, but it's like a clip on the internet where they're taking the piss out of like advert casting or casting yeah. and this guy goes in and the guy's like, yeah, can you just like get on all fours? And then it goes on and on and on and he's like, can you can you levitate? Like just jump in the air and levitate. And the guy's mm. like jumping. He's like, no, no, can you actually like just lift off the floor and, and he's like just keeps jumping and he's like oh don't worry he's like right go, um, he's like go on all fours then he's like I want you to imagine like a hawk is coming and he's like look at the hawk and the guy's like oh looking up and he's like the hawk lands on your back and he inserts himself into you and you're enjoying it and, and the guy's like Ooh, and he's like high five a hawk and he's like oh my like, done. god and he's like another hawk comes down and inserts himself in your mouth now you he's like Jesus. but you're not enjoying that as much but you still want to let them know that you're having a good time oh, and then he hell. leaves like after all, like this whole thing it's really yeah. funny and then the guy's like yeah it looks a bit too Jewish that's how <laughs> Jesus. That is exactly what it's like well, now. Haven't we had a story? We, we talking to Ollie Nagy about this when mm-hmm. he was doing casting for, maybe he was doing an extra part or a model I thing. I think it was an extra part. And you were talking about your your experience I, as an extra I, and I, being a cow? No, it wasn't an extra. I was, I was auditioning for the National Youth Theatre and uh. they were like, be a cow. And I was like, what? They were just I like, just be, just be a yeah. cow. I already yeah. am a cow. I was like, she okay. was like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> and they were like, it, you be a cow. It was like, I did like my monologue or whatever was it was, okay? and that was all. That all went fine. Then they were just like, okay, just, just be a cow. And that was literally all I got. Be a cow. And I was like, I think okay. they do that as a piss take. Oh, they definitely do. They just do it to see how you react. And I think at the time I was just like, all right, yeah, cool. I just like, literally, just, I just hate those. I just hate that. Yeah, I hate that whole, no like, that's why now more and more I'm like, I'm just much preferring directing. So in Lipper, right, I've heard stupid stories about classes where you're like, roll. it's like rolling around on the floor being certain leaves of a plant and like Oh my God, we had one class like that. that every single week, it was a cartwheel class. We had to learn how to cartwheel. That sounds fucking mad. And you paid nine grand a, a month, every a year Every single week we would do cartwheels. <laughs> I'm not being funny. 
actual cartwheels. Why? And I can only do them on one side, so I don't need to do them on the one side. <laughs> and then you just hit the wall. And, and, like, and I just wouldn't bother on the why, left side. Why were you doing cartwheels? Because it, it was like movement and it was like, you know, I was thinking, when the freaking hell am I going to use this? Because they have all these classes about like breaking down your, your boundaries, don't you? Oh yeah, we had to do this one. It was, I can't remember. I, like I say, I got a really bad memory and also right. I think I block things out if I don't like thoroughly enjoy them. Right, okay. um, <laughs> and it was like, we all had to close our eyes. It was all day. They closed all the curtains in 424, 425, you know, the big one. Mm. Um, yeah we all had to just close our eyes all day blankets and whatever and just lay down and one of the teachers took us on like a memory journey right and it was such wank and was i just it? couldn't get into it and also i love i like a nap all the time especially if someone's like lo- like speaking sm- like soothly to me yeah. soothingly soothingly yeah <laughs> soothy so i just napped i think for a lot of it and um yeah, it was absolute rubbish. And then at the end, it, you had to like go to a graveyard and then see a, a past relative that's recently died and have a conversation with them. So everyone's like sobbing. Mm. And I was just like, all right, Nan. Oh, like, I, <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. Maybe yeah. I'm a bad actor. But, but people were like sobbing. And the teacher told me that I was emotionally blocked. Uh. Do you think you're emotionally blocked? I think you're emotionally blocked. Yeah, I probably am a bit. But that's isn't that what actors are supposed to do? They're supposed to. But yeah, but you just act like I don't need to think to of my pretend. dead man all the time. Yeah, no, I guess that's not. true. Yeah, and well, then one the... one person. Oh, and that doesn't matter. It's not. No, come on, I want to know. Person. You can't do that. One person. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, go on. I had like a really bad freak out right. <laughs> because. Um, we had to go through all these memories of our life. It was like, think of the first memory. Think of your first memory. Think of your third birthday. Think of this. And it went on all freaking day. birthday. I know. And you had to think of all these things. And then at the end, he like, oh, the person had like a breakdown. Jeez. like sobbing and was going, I've got no memories. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. And I literally lost my shit. I was like pissing myself like, he's having a freak out because he's like, I've got no memories. <laughs> Is he Australian? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got no memories, right? <laughs> I've got no memories. <laughs> but isn't there um, that thing? Is, go on, sorry. No, that was it, really. There's, quite there's funny. a thing, though, isn't there, with... Um, uh, <laughs> what's his it name? Lawrence Olivier. Is that an actor? Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. Olivier, yeah. And the guy who plays Rain Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they mar- were a marathon man together. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what his name is now. Um, but they the story about how he like stayed up all night um, oh didn't he run or run around the building or something and yeah then... he drank loads of coffee and didn't sleep for like three days or it something like, like that yeah and then he was acting alongside Lawrence olivier and he was like what's wrong with matey boy <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, dustin hoffman that's it he's like what, what's wrong with what's wrong with him and he was like oh i've stayed up all night to try and get into you know i'm doing method i'm really yeah, trying yeah, yeah. And Lawrence olivier it was like have you ever tried acting yeah boy? <laughs> just <laughs> acting he, yeah so that's like, it though like people the, took it so seriously so yeah because to me like method acting you you hear about all this stuff and you're like oh my god whoa that's so crazy that you did that but then we had to do this thing called meisner which is a technique i was gonna oh, talk about this we did, oh, did meisner in school where you're like I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I'm looking at yeah, you. You're yeah, looking yeah. at me. You've got a I'm nose. Look- I've got a nose. You've got a nose. You're laughing. Your legs up. My legs up. It was fucked. And it was seven minutes of hell. Literally, I hated it. I mm. remember you all talking about it as well. You used to give me like anxiety, mm. and you had to get like an like uh, something to do that would take seven minutes. I remember a couple of people in my class, like one of them had to set up a marquee, 
like one of them built like a boat right. and they were preparing for a flood. And People what, went, I made sandwiches one time. And what is that? The, like metaphorically, you didn't actually make sandwiches. I actually made sandwiches. Oh, yeah, they I like, actually built so you've a got boat. To give yourself like an yeah, you've got to give yourself an actual Whoa. circumstance. You've got to say like, but it's got to be like it's got to be really high stakes. So you've got to be like um. What making sandwiches? I think mine was something like I'm making. I've got to make these sandwiches because I don't know what it was. Like someone's starving to death, and okay. I've got to make this amount to, 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 to like feed the exact amount of people. And I've only got seven minutes to make them. If I don't make them, they'll yeah. die. And it has to be like that level right. of intensity. It's so stupid. And what what, you, what what are you doing? Just like making sandwiches and so, describing what you're doing. Yes, yeah, so you've got like a um. Yeah, so you, but you, the whole time you're going like you're buttering bread. I'm buttering bread. You're buttering bread. I coughed. You coughed. I coughed. You coughed. And you've got to just keep going like this. Why do you get, why do it's you do that? I do. You do. It's meant to make you like really impulsively speak honestly in the moment but so you'd be it's like you're two your people lips. as well isn't it yeah and it's it's about like being really alive in the moment okay. and not self-editing what you're saying so if like you just scratched your nose but yeah. i didn't mention that mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that you've done that whereas yeah. really i should be reacting to what you're doing yeah so is that because that, that means on stage you'll be reacting to what people are doing yeah you'd be, really, so like, be hyper aware yeah, so like if, some, if someone like I don't know, this is a really shit example, but if someone like dropped something on stage, you'd go over and pick it up. But there are there are actors who are just like, oh, ignore it's happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a bit yeah. like, well, you wouldn't do that. You've so got, that's what that's there to do. That's what that's there so to do. So if someone makes a little like micro you, uh, you face pick up on it, yeah, can, yeah. Oh, that's kind of, I mean, that is kind of interesting. It yeah. is really interesting. It but sounds totally ridiculous when you, yeah. when you spell it out, like as to what you actually had to do. But the reason behind it sounds pretty Also, legit. you could totally manipulate our teacher. So like he... So <laughs> you're telling him stuff that he's not doing. You'd be like, "You're looking inappropriately at me. You're, you're, well, stop doing that. I'm going to see you." Yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. And he's like, like, "Am I?" I just find it a bit weird. But like, one of the boys in our class totally manipulated him because he's amazing at doing a Rubik's cube, mm. and he can do a whole Rubik's cube in literally like a minute and a half, no matter how like messed up it is. It's like his thing. And mm. um, you're giving me an A. You're giving me an A. You're giving me an A. No, but what he did was because he, he know you got seven minutes, and the teacher puts like a timer on, and then it like. Beep, 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 whatever uh-huh. you know what timers do uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then matt oh well there we are matt matt pretended that yeah. he couldn't do it but he put a laptop in front of him and said he had to skype it and if he didn't the world was going to blow up or something like that but what he really did on his laptop was he started seven minutes as well so he knew when he was so he made it really like high stakes by pretending for like five and a half minutes he couldn't do it and everyone was really intently watching him but he knew he could do it in a minute and a half oh, right. so he did it in time to go like two seconds for the timer right, and the okay. teacher like stood up and was like that was amazing oh my god yeah what's that teacher's name Steve the American Buckwald. dude yeah yeah fuck I saw him about so, yeah there was a lot of stories about I mean this podcast so is brought stories. to you by the Lipper acting course it is, oh, I know, yeah. it's only £9,000 a year boring, boring, boring <laughs> stars, but yeah. no it's not it's dead interesting but when because... I think about the stuff we've done I'm just like oh my god but that's the thing yeah. like I remember doing it in school and I remember absolutely loving it and then when I went to uni I remember hearing about it and being like what the fuck yeah it was but fucking I totally, weird I, like, I used to do all that and like used to love it at the time mm. and I think like, there's no I think I don't know, maybe if I would have gone into acting, maybe I, w- I would have, but I don't think I could go through that audition process. No, thing. no. I'm like, I much prefer being on the, I much prefer directing now. Yeah. 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 Like when I'm actually performing, I enjoy it, but I, I get really stressed out with the whole rehearsal process. Like going to a new place, meeting a whole new cast, mm. having to like Lens. be big and ballsy in front of people. You do that every time you get a new every job. Every time you move somewhere else and mm. then it's like, oh God, you know, and you always think you're the shittest person there, no matter how, com- you know what I mean? Mm. You always think I'm the weak link in this and mm. I hate that feeling. Do you reckon people like, 
like being on soap operas because they don't have to go through a new thing all the time. They're yeah, just like, it's like, like an I, acting I know version people of who've been on Hollyoaks for like 15 or have like really long, like long, 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 long time. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, they get good money. They know what they're doing. It's like a normal job. And people like, people yeah. do like having a little bit of like, well, how come yeah. you um, how come you would never go into like t- talk a bit about the difference between like TV and theatre? Because you've always stuck with theatre, really, have you? Haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I've done like a couple of short films and that, but I just never enjoy it because it's you just it's loads of like waiting around, and then it's like you do a take, and then it's like mm, reset and do that again and do that yeah. again. It's like oh, it's a bit boring for me. Yeah, and how is it, it, it? It's quite uh, bitty as well, isn't it? Yeah, like you never get into the flow of something. Yeah, Not exactly. Never, and I just like like live theatre. I just think it's more exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think um, they always look at uh, if there's a film actor who then went on to do a theatre show and then came back to do a film, they 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 somehow got more kudos for going off and doing something yeah, live. Yeah, theatre's like way harder, they, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like a musician has more credit if they're a jazzer or if they're a classically trained musician. Mm. I think TV people get it hard, though, if they go into theatre then, because they're just, mm. like, the name and they're just never going to... Yeah. But, but then, I thought TV acting would be harder in terms of, like, kind of micro-movements that you got to make with your face and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess they're just used to it, though. Yeah, yeah I guess. There's a, there's a trend at the moment with that micro-movements thing with, like, men in Hollywood films acting like they're closed off and they have no emotions oh, and we so barely the they barely do anything and, and then they win an oscar for it and it's like he was so he was repressing his emotions i was like i could do that yeah just sit at the table and don't react to anything and just be like yeah and they're like like you okay and you go yeah i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> that's it see that that was, Oscar. That was yeah. really good you should play me I'm in the movie it. of my life <laughs> you're hired yeah sweet all right cool uh should we move on to the first smeg let's do it all right i'm let's... looking forward to this one do you do out by oasis why don't you just go on the air is there any chance you can sound more Ed like a what's your plan b what's that gonna do when he's finished with the drums all right, cool. Those. So, <laughs> go on, Sean. Um, I'm looking forward to this because we haven't had an actor on yet, so I'm looking forward to the little quirks of the acting life. Yeah. I don't know, there are many. So, well, shut up, I are you joking? Of course there is. Of course there so is. This is. What's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? This, I've actually got one that's related to, to acting. This is small quirks, annoyances, grievances, things that you would only know about if you worked in that part of the creative industries. And we've never had an actor on. We've had... A, we've had filmographers on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've had people who have been extras and models but not mm-hmm. an actual actor actor oh, sorry bipped yeah so Hopefully. what what have we got can i go first <laughs> go, yeah, on. go on then. what if yours is what i'm gonna say and then i got nothing to say no it, it definitely won't go be. on then so having just pretend like it's not like you'll be good at that <laughs> having having acted ha- having been immersed in the acting immersed, immersed in the acting world then also being not immersed in the acting world but living with actors so watching from a completely outside point of view mm. also being in relationships with actors briefly and also having best friends who are actors feel like i can speak quite honestly about that this this being factual go on why do all actors feel like they have to make their lives so dramatic all of the time? <laughs> it's pretty true. It's yeah. like they, I have to decide. They to are just always like, and, and I did it. I totally did it. And that's why I know it's a thing. It's like nothing is like, oh, that just happened. Everything, in all, everything is always just like 
a million. And obviously that's... You Everything know, that's is always life. a million. What, you, what does that mean? Like, everyone I, is always a million. Everyone is what always a million. Yeah, like, <laughs> Everything is always times a million. I don't Everything's feel like times. I'm dramatic in my life. I, no, I feel like... My, no, I feel like my <laughs> life is really dramatic. <laughs> Do you not think This that is you, some serious fake news no, going on No, I right feel now. like my life's dramatic, but I don't make it dramatic. Do I feel like mm, it... Mm, I think you probably do and you don't realise yeah, you're doing it. It's do like not, self-sabotage, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, do you not I think there's like, an element of self-sabotage to areas of your life? Is this a podcast like an intervention? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it We've is. Been we started this podcast specifically recorded? for this episode and it's taken us 37 <laughs> episodes. Like uh, the one, the one, the one like, it wasn't even a relationship, the one brief fleeting encounter I had with an actor in uni was honestly the most intense <laughs> right, don't go on about of months it. of my entire life. So I was just like, it really doesn't need to be this deep like oh everything that's happened no i think i I have it with i like i think everyone has a little bit of a of a self-sabotage thing especially in creative circles like i definitely have it with like um with like making things just depressing instantly yeah it's like everything's going great and then i are but then i've subconsciously without even meaning to have done this thing which has then flipped it on its head and now it's a bad thing Mm. but for actors that seems to be super like with mine it'd be understated and with a lot of what you do as well shell it tends to be you kind of don't notice it if you're like oh well maybe next time we won't do it like that but with, <laughs> with actors it's like holy i don't shit. feel like it's like generalized like but i, think I feel like it is i feel like there's a lot of Ooh. i feel like when it comes to actors there's a lot of um like in the in the middle of the night crying like. <laughs> maybe we're all just messed like i think probably have a breakdown a couple of times no it probably comes with the territory like <laughs> to be fair i think i've had a midlife crisis like what a third life crisis this year yeah you you know like you're yeah you're probably <laughs> yeah. on your yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not it's not to say that the, the it's not to say that the reasons are are not legitimate no they're not it's more to say that they wouldn't happen to a normal person <laughs> i think because your life is so much more busy yeah and like i live here, there, and everywhere. I meet, and that's it, right? You constantly meet new people. So, like the job. probably a so big if you bit. think, like, eight, I, this job I just got now, eighteen months. The first two months, I've been fully engulfed. Right word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fully engulfed with seventeen new cast members, like a massive group of creatives. I'm in a new place, and I'm spending, like, I'm going All in at nine in the morning, and we've been finishing at like half ten at night. So you know, you're doing like. 13 hour days or whatever with people that's yeah. a lot so I think you get in this like huge bubble everything is like massively intense mm-hmm. everything's really important you've got none of your family and actual real mates around who yeah. know you and can like talk some sense to you yeah. and everything is 100% yeah. everything's like under a microscope it's really intense everyone like loves it everyone loves everyone and then that finishes and then you're like vroom yeah completely that, da- that's like exactly it's a massive it downer and yeah. then you go on to the next one then and it's 100 percent, and then it's like huge and that's a little bit like tour i think yeah yeah it's, and i think you live your life like that you live your life really fast-paced and 100 percent. so you, you just emotions follow that and like the way you are and how mm. you act that makes 100 percent. like that, that is exactly what it is i think because you we, well obviously you get tall blues which is like oh my god post- like, i get the worst post-show blues ever yeah, so is that is that is that like oh a generic god. thing that a lot I of people so, will experience yeah. Like I'm like I'm dreading the show finishing in two weeks. I'm just but then actually, what's really good about what I'm doing now? I'm just going on to a new show then a week later. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if I was if I was still freelance, it would be like oh you don't know when the next thing is. Like mm-hmm. when I went to the Middle East in I think it was like last January. We went for f- five weeks with like a circus show. Yeah. And it was the most intense time because and all the circus performers were like incredible and we were in a hotel. Mm. 
um, doing the show once a day. None of us spoke to our family and friends back home because none of us could like get in touch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when coming home, I felt like, you know when you have the best holiday and yeah. you get really bad post-holiday blues? It's like that, but all the time. Right. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, and you're making a career out of it. It's not holidays, not a relaxing, yeah. uh, and busy time. And if you think, sorry. like, at the time, you're making good money when you're employed, uh, you know, you're making, like, weekly good money. Yeah. And then it's the stress of, like, when that finishes, you're back to, like, what? Working in a coffee shop or not working at all? So, mm. oh, go on. No, go on. Um, that made me think about, like, agents and stuff. Mm. It's like... I mean, it must be harder for your agent now because you're always directing, but can agents get you directing work or are they just for, like, actors? Yeah, no, you can like... have an agent for a, uh, to be a director, yeah. Oh, right, okay. But I, I don't think it's more like they put you up for shows. I think it's more that they, like, make contacts and try and set up meetings right. and, like, um, organise your contracts and stuff. Do you have, like, independent actors who don't have agents? Yeah, definitely. But I think, yeah, you do, yeah. And is that, like, not good it's not not good i mean i know loads of actors who don't have an agent and work really really hard and work really and do loads of good stuff because they just do it themselves and sometimes i think it's better like i've had an agent and been really miserable with them and feel like they don't put me up for anything that i'm right for slash anything at all mm. and you just feel a bit like ugh. but whereas then when i've been on my own you're so much more proactive writing to people putting yourself up for stuff sometimes right. it's better okay and you represent yourself. You represent yourself. Okay, way. so my mine took a tangent there. Yeah, it did. What? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what are we so on? What's going on? The segment is called "Watch Jacqueline Do When He's Finished with Drums." Oh yeah. So what? People... So it's like funny little quirks and things like that that happen in your industry that other people wouldn't necessarily know about. It can be like annoyances, just funny little things, just things that happen in like the acting world, the directing world. So for like, well, I won't give you an example because it might be your thing. But we, I, I, you always have that thing when you go to auditions and there's audition chat. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's something that no other people would know about. Mm. If you're in the, the world, worst. everyone knows audition chat and it's yeah. the fucking worst thing in the world. And people, like, you go into a room and everyone sort of looks like you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. You get one of them to play you in a film. You get one of them to play you in your film. They're all, like, just... prettier versions of you and you're like, oh, fuck. For some no. reason, you always end up talking to the twat who's just, like, come off tour on the West oh, End. Oh, they're like, Every oh, time. God, after this, I've got another audition, I've got to go and do this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, I've got to go and have a nap. I'm yeah. exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. Auditions are the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't think you get that so much. Oh, I always, I, I sort of, it's also really hard when you're, like, on a casting panel because everyone comes in you you know when someone really wants to please you yeah it's the worst and it's kind of exhausting as well because you're like because oh. i'm like hi how are you shake your hand clammy and you're like oh clammy is that, how, is that why you have, you have these reputation the, the reputation of these like film producers and casting agents for for films being super snotty with people because they're just fed up with Maybe. people kissing their ass all the time no excuse do you reckon you'd be better if you walked into it it walked into a like an audition just like Oh, yeah. And then just, like, started. And I then you know, were sick. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Depends on the part is, though, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah? If, if you're playing a really nonchalant, cool person, and you walk in all nonchalant and cool, then that's the point, right? I think so. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. I so can't... the casting director. I'm not a casting director. But no, <laughs> I, think it's, I think just pe- people who are nice. You, what, nice. That, that they're a pain? No, I like people <laughs> who are nice. Right. When too I nice. think people who are too nice though are like what are they hide in try hard yeah no one likes to try hard yeah another thing I always get but you'll get this all the time as well but when you say like oh I'm an actor or I'm this they go oh, 
I've been, I've been on the telly. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. I hate it. And the worst is as well, when I'm unemployed and I'm chatting to someone and they go, why don't you just, why don't you just go on Emmerdale? Oh, my uh, God. Why don't you just why go, don't you just go on Corrie? Oh, that's what they've done, the X Factor. Oh. Yeah. Why don't well, you just go X-Factor on Corrie? It's like, yeah. oh... Yeah, yeah, they cool. are banging the door down, but I just, I really <laughs> love working in this coffee shop. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Why don't you just do that? I you can say, I'm when they say, have you been on TV? You can be like, yeah, deal or no deal. <laughs> yeah, I went on deal or no deal, mate. I've had a few times. <laughs> Try I can put that on my show reel. 100%. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I was I playing a role the whole time. <laughs> I was playing this like really nervous, sad, yeah. sad girl. It's method acting and I just happened to win 10 grand. <laughs> oh, my hair was so bad when I filmed that, right? It was like... No offence, Shell, but it was a bit gingery. <laughs> but like, Thanks. not natural gingery. It was like from a box, like right. blonde. Yeah. And it was like shaved on the sides. And I remember the woman who was doing her hair makeup like diffused the top of it. So it was like, like all curly. What? It looked like half an afro. Why did she do that? I don't know. It was awful. And you weren't allowed to pick your own clothes. to stick a suitcase. And then they would put your clothes together. But they put like stuff together, you know, that you would never. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And you have to wear it. Yeah, you have to wear it because yeah. they colour coordinate you with all like, Everything else. Jeez. Everyone on the rose. Um, what was I going to say then? What were you just talking about before that? We were talking about... Oh, I've, for some reason lately, people are like, see me at gigs, and then they'll be like, so, so do you do this professionally? Oh. And I'm just like, you're literally watching me at a gig. Yeah. What do you think I am? I hate as well, like, like even oh, last I, night, my family I still like, disagree with that one. Why? Because you could just be some, you could be just doing it as, in your spare time. Like, it could be yeah. a hobby. Yeah, I think it's know, totally you, valid to you, be you're like... You're playing like a corporate gig and... No, no, but they don't ask you at those somebody, gigs. Oh my God, they got asked at a corporate gig. Regard, all right, even so, it could just be a, a, a weekend job. Like, you might not do it professionally. No, I don't agree. If you were stood on stage in front of thousands of people, I'd think it's probably even still legit to be like that because, you know, you get... You, like you said, you go back and work in a coffee shop you when do, you finish yeah. with the Not thing. everyone can, like, sustain it doing yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess. Totally I hate, valid. And that's another pet hate, though. If I'm, like, if I'm out somewhere... Like, even last night, people come up to me going, why don't you get up and do a song? I'm like, I don't want to. I want to just eat my cheese from the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, I've... I've Not like cheese that I brought along. (laughs) I've got my cheese with me. I've managed to stamp that out of my family now, but there was a period with my family that every single, every single family event, and I'm talking about a fucking Sunday dinner, (laughs) every single family event, I will get asked to be like, oh, why don't you do a song? Do us a little song. And as it... Oh my god! As if I'm actually going to stand up in the living room and stop being like, I dreamed a dream of times. Do you know what I mean? Like, Red. I'm never going to do that. Like, like, could you imagine that the? Oh, this god. is what like I get. The parents are like, my, like really proud and even like the stupidest thing. But if I, I remember before I've had an audition for something and I've voice recorded my audition song mm. to send to my mum just to be like, Mum, what do you reckon? She shows this, all the mates. It's on Facebook. Yeah. It's oh, like, oh, oh, listen no. to this recording. I'm like, Mum, no, that's my like. Yeah. yeah. I've just done that in the bathroom for you to you like what I'm. Oh. I sent my mum like demos of songs and then she's just like just literally sent it to all of her friends. Oh. I've been like, that's not okay. Well, we just went on all day and literally she's a Finnish woman couldn't speak any English my mum's telling her she, she's met Paul McCartney she <laughs> knows Paul McCartney and we met this couple they were called Paul and Linda and my mum went well that's easy to remember Paul McCartney Linda McCartney speaking of Paul McCartney she's met Paul McCartney and I was just like she oh. shook his hand at graduation <laughs> can we just stop 
Oh, it's yeah. really cute. It is cute, but I've yeah, I've had a huge argument with my mum over it, and then it's stopped ever since then. She doesn't ask. Yeah. yeah. Only when she gets really drunk, and then she asks once. I give her a look, and then she and then she turns around to everybody, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Not oh. allowed to do that." Mm. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you can so it's nice. It's cute. none of it is like ill. Uh, intentioned is it it's no all... it all comes from a place of love yeah yeah but it yeah. is fucking... I, I get it. i used to get it when i was a teenager who was like this moody emo-y guitar player right not not a singer not not like you guys can sing and i used to get like you should go on x factor i'm like <laughs> have you seen me or, <laughs> Got midnight or blue fringe. Like, yeah <laughs> i had a midnight blue fringe <laughs> as well. yeah fucking keeping you know keeping it real back when i was 14 but then it's like i don't even sing well i did sing but not not like that i was like i'm not going on what do you what do you Someone expect me to go do you had a lovely voice Someone that's, went, he's got a very high voice, isn't he that's because i do it behind shell no it's <laughs> so lovely. it's like blended in but Aww. like people just say it as a generic it's thing. like if someone was a hairdresser, it wouldn't be like, oh, go and cut your fringe, show everyone how good you are, give <laughs> yeah. your fringe a trim. Like, yeah, we've had this with Goose on the podcast before, we have, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, he's like, account something for us right here, right now. <laughs> Another thing my dad does, which he doesn't get, like, I had an audition in London, I had to go up three times, but the third one I had to go to see a physio because it was like a really physical piece. Mm. And I had to pay for the train every time, which is really bad, actually, but yeah. you just have to do it. My yeah. dad just didn't get that like he was like are they paying for your transport i was like no dad i'm auditioning yeah. not paying for it at all like no which is bad really mm. but yeah. like i, still, well, I hate the questions and because hate, you know you you, you like, i know you it's know bad, how bad it and is. i know i'm poor and, yeah. it's, and, like, and it's tough shit that I, yeah I, and if i don't, I don't talk about it yeah, yeah. If, I, if i was to go there and claim expenses back from them <laughs> you guarantee to not get them far <laughs> and i hate it so when someone goes oh have you heard have you heard anything like no if i hear something you will know about it yeah because mm-hmm. i will be telling you yeah if i'm saying nothing don't ask yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it is one of those things you spend so much money to to then do do something that earns you no money whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like like you were saying earlier today about paying to audition for drama school. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I know. And I know that you were saying like it can help weed out people that aren't serious about it, but then you also went on to say that it can... It's really unfair on like working class yeah. people or people who can't afford to go. And it's sort of, you know, the whole like creative industry thing is supposed to be something that's open to everybody. You don't yeah. Need, like... I always say about having gone to, to uni, it's like, I don't need my degree. I don't use my no. degree for anything. I just use the contacts and yeah. some of the stuff that I learned whilst I was there. Yeah. And that, that, that has been priceless, but the the degree itself doesn't Isn't really nothing, count for yeah. anything. So it should be just open to anyone rather than people who can afford to pay 80 quid per audition or whatever it would be. It's so, it's ridiculous. Like, that's fucking mad. And then you pay, and then you pay for the privilege to go there. Yeah. It's crazy. And you can get like, you, you need can, to give me eighty pounds right now so that you can audition to then give me nine thousand pounds. I know, but they say though. I think that this is really wanky. But they say like, well, the audition is kind of like a workshop. You're like learning from it. It's like no, you're not. No, you're fucking <laughs> not. I've gone to an audition before and paid for it for a drama school, and it's literally go in, do your monologue, do sixteen bars, and leave. Yeah. Like how am I? How am I, what am I gaining from, from this? That? Yeah, no, uh, valuable life experience from the school yeah. of hard mm. knocks. <laughs> <laughs> not <at all>. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to the final smeg? Yeah. All right, I'm going to drop the jingle in here. E, oh my God, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? Cool. So this is Who the Fuck is Peter Guy? This is our recommendation section for, well, usually for music. However, we do like to open it out for whatever. So we've done clothing brands, whenever we've had designers on. We've done films. We've even done 
artists. Yeah, and I'm gradually changing this section into a kind of, uh, you know, like recommendation, pay it forward kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. All yeah. right. Because so. you know, just think other people need to hear about good stuff in the world. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the floor is open. Anyone want to recommend? anything that is maybe small and independent that we need to shout out or just something good mine's definitely not small and independent no i'm trying to think of something oh, i know what yours is but yours is just good it, yeah <laughs> so if anybody's seen the the new brad pitt film ad astra there's a new song just been released i assume they're going to be releasing the soundtrack soon i hope so it's a very good soundtrack but the there's one song been released from it um so i go and check that out and i'd also go and check the film out it's it's good but it's just brad pitt being moody for like two hours so but the song the composer go on because <laughs> you don't know it no. it's called to the stars and the composer is max reacher who is of course it's max reacher is massive that. like he's you know i think max reacher will go down as like like as a beethoven or a mozart of yeah the 21st century you know yeah. if, if if there's if we are if the world hasn't been destroyed in the next hundred years i reckon a hundred years time you'll look back at max reacher and like hans zimmer yeah. in the same way that you would look at beethoven and mozart and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he's fucking amazing isn't he yeah so i think it's called to the stars but it's just one song i'm gonna double check that though cool that's mine i don't know if i got any like to the show and do it at the minute yeah go on give it a shot it's called Pavilion. Pavilion. by Emily White. What's it about? It's about, um, it's very Welsh. Mm-hmm. It is set in an unnamed place in South Wales. Um, and it's just basically about like the people who are living there and how, I think it's kind of about like the lack of opportunity for them and how they sort of feel trapped in this place. And um, yeah, it's really, really, it's really funny though. Where, where will it be showing? It's just finished at Theatre Cluid and it's going to Newport for a week not next week the week after uh, at the Riverfront Arts Theatre I think it's called the Riverfront Theatre nice um, very good show though okay very very good and you were assisting on this I was assistant director on it too nice. tomorrow oh, cool. is this one with the the big dragon yeah oh I mean that's a spoiler that's right oh, at the end sorry no it's oh, not shit. it's fine just this big massive dragon comes down when they're singing the anthem I mean it's proper Welsh yeah. also they say they've got really she's just it's really funny like they call someone a milkless tit I always find that funny <laughs> she says at one point I, at one point the girl goes get out to here you milkless tit and I love it and I got put it on badges for everyone for opening night I put a Welsh dragon on a badge and said milkless tit nice and they call someone a cock face twat a cock face twat they've got a big nose what no a cock faced yeah because the nose looks like a cock. Oh, right. I just thought it meant like you got a face like a cock. <laughs> like Really thin. <laughs> <laughs> One eye. Yeah, massive chin with like a big, a big chin. dimple in it. <laughs> to be fair, I've got a big chin, but yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So that's called what? Sorry, Pavilion. Pavilion, right, yeah. By Emily White. Yeah. Emily Sick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to recommend Lee Morgan's new album, A Knack for Calamity. Um, <clears throat> it's very it's quite soundscapey but it's also quite dancey and if you're doing if you're one of those people that likes putting on music in the background whilst working it's that kind of vibe like it can get you going you know it's not like um huh Hmm? um in like a in like a flow kind of way is what i mean in a flow state yeah it's in a flow state i'm also going to recommend car bomb's new album mordial for people who are into metal because no one cares yeah we just like to uh, george is here this conversation had gone on for about 20 minutes and well, i switched cares? off it doesn't matter property. it's a good album if you some people are into it so there and you'll be able to find all this on our who the fuck is peter guy spotify playlist apart from pavilion um because it's not a song on spotify is it a musical though 
No, there is singing in it, though. Um, Record it, upload it to Spotify, and stick it on the playlist. <laughs> Sing it. We do the Welsh National Anthem. What's the Welsh Bat National Anthem? Do you know Laura from mm-hmm. Bat Flashes, that's in it. What is the Welsh? Yeah. Just a song, really. Go on. No, go on. Just a little bit. No. Go on. I don't Just like the chorus. Glad. So in, so in, so in. What? Land, land. I am true to my land. Something like that, it means. Glad, glad. Glad, glad. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. It's really nice. Go on on that weird Can I sign us off? Yes, you may. So, so you know, we're sat in Fran's mum's spare room and there's pictures of Fran on the wall from when she was a kid with her sister in them, you know, them weird pictures that your mum used to make you get done in like a photography studio. And you lean on steps. Like, why isn't anyone standing on the steps? And there's always a fairy rug involved. I was just about to say that. The cart's always furry. Yeah. It's weird that. Also, sorry, that one really creeps me out because I don't know how old I was there but properly young mm. but I went to hairdressers to like just before and I had like a full head of files and I had oh. a full on like cut and blow dry and I think I'm like six or seven yeah. it's too much it is too much, it is too much. <laughs> I think oh, we, had, we had some of them but they were in like a white infinity room yeah you do you remember have, when yeah. feathering was a thing though you used to cut your hair but yeah. feathered yeah, that's, that's what, what you've what got I there. Yeah, I've gone for that. And I wanted Proper to open the podcast zone. like this, but Alex wouldn't let me, so I'm going to start us off like this. Oh, uh, okay. So, so that was mine when I was a baby. Well, thanks for having us in your home, <laughs> yeah, in your mum's home, and last night. Mm-hmm. Thanks and for coming and being here. For doing the podcast. Finally, we can, can finish. We can end the podcast. It's the oh. final episode, guys. <laughs> we've completed it. We've got a friend and we've intervened. I'm looking forward to Sunday dinner. I'm going to say it's unsuccessful, that intervention. I think it's going to carry on as normal. Yeah. Hey, I think I'm doing well. <laughs> you, you are, are, you are. You're doing very well. I'm enjoying my, myself. Keep going with me. Young. Um, I'm not young. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> young. <laughs> young, Fine. free. Young and I'm, you know, whatever. I'm in a good, whatever. Oh, can we just cut that bit out? <laughs> <laughs> Sam is out of I'm really tired. I'm so sleepy and I'm starving. Remem- remember, guys, too much sauce ruins the fries. Makes me sleepy. Mm. And, then, and then the nun turns off. <laughs> <laughs> what, what nun? From the nun, the film we watched last night. Scary, I slept. Scary movies, isn't it? Then someone kills you. That's a song. It is.